Greetings, friends. My name is Carson Daniel, and I'm the coordinator of church planning at Asbury Theological Seminary. This episode is episode six of season two, New Churches, New World, with Bishop John Mark Richardson. In this episode, Winfield is joined by Bishop John Mark as they discuss 12 churches that were planted during the pandemic through an Asbury connection and the vital role that women play in this next generation of churches. Listen and enjoy. You are listening to Church Planning Conversations with Dr. Winfield Bevins. Hey, we want to welcome everyone out to the Asbury Church Planning Conversations podcast, and I'm really excited this week to have a good friend of mine, Bishop John Mark Richardson, uh, with us. He's Bishop of the New Journey Jurisdiction and just a a, a good friend, an ecumenical leader who's uh, working with uh, the Wesleyan Holiness Association and just really all across the church. And we've been working together over the last couple of years around just partnering to train leaders in different key parts of the United States. Uh, He's a bishop with the Church of God in Christ. Um, And today's theme of the episode has been something we've really been dialoguing on is new churches for a new world. Uh, So Bishop Richardson, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? Man, I am doing great. I'm glad to be with my friend, and you are my friend. You know, I like to say you're my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. All right. (laughs) Amen. Well, thankful for your friendship. and Yeah. Well, I'm excited just to um, have a conversation today around this topic and then just invite others in on this. I know this is something we've kind of been talking about as we've been wrestling with how to how to train and work with leaders, really, it is, we need new churches for a new world. Um, I think coming out of the, uh, the, the pandemic, it, it's a whole new world out there, isn't it? Like, yeah, talk to absolutely. us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, you know, the relationship that I've had uh, with you and Asbury, the church planning department, uh, has just been amazing. Um, you guys, um, you know, some plant, other water, God gives the increase. You guys have done an amazing job with a group of our leaders, um, in our jurisdiction, the pastors that I oversee and those who feel called to start churches and, um, get into full-time ministry or part-time ministry. Um, I reflect on the courageous convocation that we had, and you inspired that ideal about courage, having courage. And the fact of the matter is, it was really difficult to have courage (laughs) during COVID. Uh, I'll be the first to admit there's been moments that I've I've, uh, said, God, what's going on? Um, How are we going to make it? How are we going to sustain ourselves? But you you inspired something within me. And we had that courageous convocation. And we talked a lot about having courage and stepping out by faith, planting churches, et cetera. Uh, From that time, um, to my amazement, you know, God just does stuff without us. (laughs) 
<laughs> without our permission. He just, yeah. you know, nothing, you know, nothing we can like point to and say, I did that. No. To our amazement from COVID, we've had uh, 12 new church plants. 12 mm-hmm. just from that were planted during COVID. Yeah. It started online. And as a result, um, they were meeting and now they're going, they're meeting, getting ready. They're going off, not to say going offline, but they're getting ready to go to a hybrid worship uh, and in person. And in fact, a couple of days ago, we just did a building dedication of one of the church plants. Um, they have, they started online him and his wife, he was part of the Courageous Convocation. He was also part of the New Churches for the World. And they now have secured a location. It was just him and his wife believing that God had called them to minister into a certain area in Cary, California. And uh, they met online. They started. Now they have about maybe 60 to 70 that showed up and that was part as part of their congregation um and these are millennials there there were some old folks there of course Mm -hmm. me i was one of the old folks yeah um but for the most part it's a millennial church and so you guys have done some amazing things and to inspire us and to you know, push us along this pathway, and you've also inspired our pastors. Um, in fact, well, two weeks ago, I went to Arizona to install a new pastor, which is a church plant. Mm-hmm. One of the church plants from the new um, new churches for the new world. So it's just it's just a phenomenal thing that is happening, and I must confess. Uh, this is a God thing because because if it was up to me, I would have told him, told him hey, y'all better uh, hunker down. <laughs> we tell a storm pass over. But yeah. these guys, and we also have some female, they just stepped yeah. out by faith. So, Amen. yeah. No, I, I think what's neat about this is, you know, we say relationship. I mean, you and I were talking you know, we were friends before the pandemic. I remember calling you. I hadn't talked to you in a while. I said, man, I need to, I need to check on my friend out there in California. (laughs) And, you know, you know, I remember you saying, man, what is going on? Because nobody knew what was going on, you know? And I remember just talking and praying and just, you know, again, just kind of the Lord just kind of giving us that encouraging word, just, hey, we need courage. Yeah, and we yeah. began to dream. Hey, let's get our pastors online in the middle of this, and let's just you know encourage them in the Lord and look what the Lord has done. Twelve churches well, so, planted. Let me tell you something. There were thousands of people that was watching what we were doing online. They were mm-hmm. hungering for the information that was being provided. Wow. Um. And I know for a fact that it impacted scores of pastors in my denomination all across the nation, 
and the world. I know mm -hmm. that for a fact. The comments I got. Um, people began to look toward our jurisdiction as a place that they can get information uh, so that they can, uh, they can help them in their leadership and also in church planting and ministry. So, you know, I want to point to that time and say um, to you and to Asper, thank you, man. You guys really blessed us. And then this new churches for a new world. Um, I want to make a confession to everybody. I stole that 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 uh, <laughs> that theme. <laughs> hey, man, listen, I'm gonna confess right now. I feel convicted. First uh, John one and nine, and we confess our sins. He's faithful to forgive us. So I want to confess, man. I stole that theme. <laughs> that is a powerful message, man. So, uh, and people now are are motivated to. Uh, to think outside of the box, so to speak. Um, so the hybrid worship experiences are happening. And we've made a decision that we don't want to resume where we left off. Mm. We want to think in a creative way and say, God, how are you? What do you want to do, God? Who are we supposed to reach? Am I supposed to be doing something different? Uh, or am I supposed to uh, stole into new church planters. Maybe I've been pastoring for 20, 30 years, and maybe I've had a good run and my time is winding down. How can I uh, be a blessing to the new generation of church planters that are rising up? Um, and so we're seeing a lot of that happening. Um, I even sense that, that phase that's happening in my ministry that I need to begin to do more pouring into this next generation. Um, individuals that are my kids age, I need to begin to pour into them resources, information, um, finances, whatever I can do, because I wanna leave this world empty. That's been, that, that's where I'm at right now. I, I just, I want to do all I can over the next so many years. If God grant me and bless me with good help, I want to leave this world empty and have made it and had made an impact on life. So go ahead. I'm sorry to hold the conversation. No, no, no. Praise <laughs> the Lord. I think that's it. I think that's another kind of shared passion that if, if I had to say, you know, who is Bishop Richardson? You have really tried to pave a way uh, for that next generation. And I, I think that's your heart. You have a heart, you have a heart for the big church, not just the church of God in Christ, but you really have a heart for making that next generation and equipping them and just paving the way for them. And, and that's why I think what is exciting about what you've shared is new churches for a new world are going to be led by that next generation of leaders. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to, we're going to have to pass that baton to them because they are the ones that um, they're in the midst of it. Yeah. And we got to equip them and empower them. And that's really, you know, that's from Moses to Joshua. You know, we see this in the Bible, like this is our task. Right. And this is this. Yeah. This is our charge that the Lord's given us in this hour. 
And um, that's that's what we're trying to do, you know. Right. So. And, and let me share this with you. One yep. of the new things that is has just, I would say, I don't want to use the word just happened. Um, when I say church planting, we are planting men and women. Yes. So we have yep. a track record mm-hmm. of, of, yep. of those women who are called by God to preach, to pastor churches, plant churches. We got a call. There has been an opportunity that has arisen over the last few months. Um, and so when I say the 12 new churches, three of them are women. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I've just been amazed. I had a lunch, um, my wife and I, and one of the leaders of our, our women's department in our jurisdiction. We had a lunch yeah. with a new church planter um, who was a little discouraged because she felt like she wasn't getting the support from the male population, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we reached out to her. I reached out to her. I said, let's talk. Yeah. And from that, uh, we've made a commitment to resource her. We've made yeah. a commitment yeah. to help her. Because, you know, as I told her, it's not being just principle that I'm a woman pastor and God has called me and I don't care what anyone think. Uh, uh, how how anyone feel about this? Yeah. Uh, I said it's more than just principle. God wants you to grow that church. God yeah. wants you to expand the kingdom, because yeah. I see a lot. Of, you know, whether it's male or female, they start yeah. churches and there's just a handful of people. I said God wants to use you to reach the masses, and so we started something. We are getting ready, my friend. Um, to have, you may call it a conference, or some may call it a mm. gathering. Yeah. But we're putting out. We've already started putting out a call to those those women who are called to pastor, associate pastor, executive yep. pastors. We have put out a call and said, we want to resource you. We want to affirm you. We wow. want to care for you. We want to give you some training so that you can reach the masses and we're going to celebrate you. So we are in the next few months, we will have a major gathering here in Hartthorne at our our, one of our campuses. Yeah. And basically it will be, like I said, to affirm, support, provide training. And we're targeting uh, women who are called to pastoral ministry, associate pastor, executive pastor, and we're saying come. And that's going to be the next thing you're mm-hmm. going to see because oftentimes this is a male-dominated thing. Yep. And there are a lot of women pastors who are not being resourced or being thought of as second class or they're on the lower level. No, I believe that if God has placed a call on your life, um, you are called 
And there's nothing I can say to try to diminish it at all. So, you know, one of the unique things about Asbury as a large institution, we are champions for women in ministry, um, whatever and wherever the Lord has called them. One of the things that we're getting ready to launch is a is a new research center. It's not just doing research for the sake of research, but it's doing research on what are the future trends of the church and how do we come alongside kind of that next generation. And a key part of that conversation is how do we come alongside women leaders and the unique challenges that they face? And of course, we have two two guys on a call right now <laughs> talking about struggles that when that women leaders face and you know they obviously have to really be at the forefront of that and part of the empowering is we've got to let them speak and lead us you know yeah. and and yeah. how to empower them and so um you know i'm thinking he you know jessica legrone you know the dean of the chapel oh yeah i met her when i was there um, and She's amazing. She's doing some amazing work in terms of the area of preaching and leading. Um, Carolyn Moore, rather, who's a former doctor of ministry graduate, did her. She's a pastor, planter, amazing preacher, speaker. Uh, She did her doctoral work here on the unique challenges that women church planters face. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, uh, there's another close friend of mine. uh, We've, uh, I've, coached her Valerie Grimes. I don't know if you've met Valerie. She's an African-American planter in yeah. Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Great speaker. She, you know, she talks about one, being a woman planting a church, two, being a woman of color planting a church, okay, okay. raising money, right. you know, what are key issues. And so these would be some key voices. I would encourage listeners we're, we're having a conversation, but people are listening to this too. We got to remind ourselves. Um, you know, listeners, those are a couple key voices. Maybe you're hearing us saying, hey, who were who some key voices, uh, female woman yeah. leaders that we could look to find on social media or whatever? Th- those are just three off the top of my head. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Church Planning Conversations podcast. This was part one of two with Bishop John Mark Richardson. If you're looking for some of those names of influential women that Winfield mentioned, I have put those in the show notes below. And for more resources, visit asburychurchplanning.com.